Your friends suck. Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, Craig. Hello, Craig. Also, everyone, welcome back to Your Friends Suck. We're just going to get straight into it. <laughs> I was things... not prepared, but yeah, let's go. Uh, we're Okay, so Alyssa and I are supposed to meet at 4.30. I texted her at 4.16 and I said, my toilet is spewing toilet water, which it was. Um, but We'll come back to that. And then I hop on here after doing a real dirty quick cleanup. And then where were you, Liz? I was organizing my rocks. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> that is not what I thought you were going to say. I was like, Alyssa, hop on. Alyssa. And then you were cool. like, oh, I'm coming. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> When someone says their toilet is spewing water, you assume, like, oh, it's going to be a second. So I just, like, pulled the rocks I mean, out. It's, oh, my God. It still was 15 minutes, granted. But, oh, God. Yeah. So I had a really weird 24 hours. Actually, only, like, two big things happened, but it still has been, like, feeling weird. That's, like, enough, though. Oh, that's I'm enough. Sure Mercury's in retrograde, so. Oh, sick. Okay. Um. So I always, like, make the joke that I'm bad luck and, like, stupid things happen to me at very inconvenient times. Um, But yesterday, there was, like, a random storm that rolled through really fast. And when I was driving home, it was, like, could not see, very, very bad, whatever. Uh, I was on, like, a four-lane highway, so two lanes going one direction, two lanes coming the other, and there's no median. And Mm -hmm. I literally was almost home and watched a Fiat just go for space ends from the other direction into my lane and i was like oh this is the end this is how it goes yeah then he overcorrects and starts spinning the other direction (sighs) then like gets control or hits a dry spot or something and zooms back over to the other side of the way he was going he pauses for like a second and then just drives like nothing happened i was like oh (laughs) what just happened happened that's terrifying and i don't like that he was able to just like get it back together also a fiat it was like watching like a a clown car just whip and Mm -hmm. do donuts it almost like looked like it was intentional it was happening so fast it was crazy so that happened then the rest of the night was like fine there was other weird things that kind of happened but then today i'm literally cleaning my carpets today and the universe goes, you know what else is dirty? Your bathroom. So we're going <laughs> to pour toilet water all over the floor. I, I don't understand. So the people that live below me moved out and they are like ripping out everything in that apartment. They are like taking out the carpets. They are like pulling out like cabinets and stuff. So they don't know if it's getting remodeled or like the people that live down there were just like super dirty and everything needs redone. Yeah, but like everything here is like older, and I can't imagine they would just randomly choose this year to like redo them. So I was like, "Well, I don't know if it's maybe plumbing because of what they're doing downstairs." Like, I'm shocked right now. It has since stopped, but it's also almost five p.m. Um, it's been constant banging. Like, I don't. I have never heard more like comic sounds of like construction in my life. Just like all of the time. Oh, like, God. you're just standing with a hammer against the wall, just, <laughs> I don't want to, I'm like, what are you fixing? 
I mean, judging by stories of your management prior, I'm, I'm pretty sure they probably were working on the toilets and someone was like, isn't there <laughs> someone above here? And they were just kind of like, eh, we eh, get this done. <laughs> They're just taking a hammer to the literal toilet. Like, <laughs> all right, well, that'll do for today, boys. It's five o'clock. Let's fuck <laughs> out. Oh, shit. Oh, oh God. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, it's Uranus that's in retrograde. So that's my bad. Um, oh that's okay it makes sense why the toilet then exploded but jokes um (laughs) but yeah that's a lot like i'm glad you're alive i'm glad you're not flooded i just feel like that is an omen of something (laughs) those two things happening so close together has to be mean something or it doesn't in life is just complete chaos but um also anymore yeah, I don't either. Also, uh, I literally took a towel, was like, which of these towels is do I care about the least? P- cleaned up the water as best I could. Now my yeah. toilet, see, that's the thing, is like it completely filled to the top and like overflowed. And now my toilet bowl's empty. So I feel like it's going to do it again if it gets flushed. Yeah. Um, but also I just like took a towel, soaked up all the water, literally took it down to the dumpster, threw it in the dumpster, and then poured bleach on the floor of the bathroom and was like, well... <laughs> This is cleaning it for now. And I walked away and I sat down at my computer. I was like, I am ready to go record now. I've taken care of the problem. <laughs> well, if you uh, gotta peace out real quick, I'll understand. But yeah, I think no it's... water sounds very sus. That sounds yeah. like it's ready for round two. But I know I don't really know or trust it. I can't wait to see them. Did you have anything exciting happen this week or anything? No. Okay, cool. Just wanted yeah. to be nice and check. I didn't really besides the last 24 it. hours. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, no. I rode a bike far. Yeah, what was that for? Uh, so I did it. Well, okay. it's I pronounce this wrong every time. Pelotonia? It is kind okay. of like, you know, uh, like it's like a biking. Not to be mistaken with Peloton. No, but ironically, I don't know. I feel like there should have been some kind of lawsuit there. Um, because Peloton came much later, I, th- I oh, think. I see. However, um, it is for uh, cancer research and okay. stuff like that. Uh, but with coronavirus, it got um, delayed. And then, like, fundraising, like, I had a goal of, like, $1,000. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to ask people when some people Money. don't even know if they're going to have their job. Sure. So I raised zero. And we did a virtual right. ride. And then... So it was fun. Yeah. I mean, that's all right. You're still getting to talk about it and there's pictures posted and stuff. So, I mean, I mean, like in a good way, like you get to talk oh, about yeah. it and people have probably hearing this name for the first time. For ever, sure. So yeah. can yeah, look it up I, themselves. I plan on doing it next year. So hopefully fun. it will be normal. Hopefully next year. Yeah. There's not a fucking <laughs> coronavirus. Um, also, the other fun thing that happened that Zach will want to know is that all of Bath and Body Works candles are only eleven ninety nine right now. Oh gosh, don't tell them. So I went yesterday and literally spent seventy eight dollars on candles and then hand soaps because needed both Why of those not? things. So yeah, but yeah, Zach will be very excited to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, a good thing he doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, because he would be like, "Hey, I spent seventy dollars. I can already see it." <laughs> that boy is he a should candle get, fiend yeah he should get all of the groomsmen a candle just for fun that, that seems like a gift, fun, though. A gift you do you have hiccups right now i only had one that was it oh i get those too it's fine <laughs> yeah oh all right so about what we're talking to <laughs> oh wait, 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 
wait wait the email first yes that's what i was gonna say um do you have it up i don't i i can i'm working on if it you give me, i'm working on it i'm working on it faster i'm already opening gmail oh i have it open okay, okay. <laughs> well done all right Turns out more than one person listens to this. Also, my sister was greatly offended that we did not include her in our two fans, now three that we have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Allison emailed us and was kind of asking a couple of gins and was giving some topics to kind of talk about, which is super helpful because trust me, um, we are not the most creative thinking of them on our own. <laughs> All we just time. get nervous yeah yeah we just get we get a little nervous about like what we should talk about or if we'll be interesting enough to talk about um if you listened all the way through last week's episode I thought when Alyssa said public speaking she said public spanking <laughs> <laughs> and so I, funny. I I was like oh god what the hell like why would an adult be scared of that totally whatever but um <laughs> Allison wrote us an email asking us a couple of questions that we could talk about it just to kind of touch back on it. Um, granted, let me preface this by saying Alyssa and I, neither of us are parents. Nope. Zero kids. Zero kids. So take this with a grain of salt. However, we were kids that were raised in the 90s. Mm-hmm. That spanking was still a, a punishment <laughs> that was used sure. frequently. And it was also like not not something people were like embarrassed how do you say that like unapologetically yeah they were like well yeah i spanked my kids like it was just a thing not even a thought of how that could affect them later on in life but okay so she just basically asks um what are our experiences growing up kind of during that time when it was acceptable and what are our thoughts about how it maybe has changed now as an acceptable form of discipline um from then mm-hmm. unless do you kind of want to start what you think yeah yes and no um so (laughs) (laughs) I mean say what you said to be I think that's fair well okay so it it may sound like I'm dancing around my opinion on this because I am because like (laughs) Mar said I'm not a I'm not a parent I'm not like yeah yeah mm, see yes it's bad was it the only way that you could get me to do something as a terrible child yes um, but it, it wasn't even frequent. It was, um, it was the threat really. It was like, uh-huh. I know for a while there, it was like a flick to the head, not even spanking. And all my dad had to do was like put his hand up and I shut up. So it was like, does totally. that have an effect? But also like, so there's different, see, and this is not me defending it because I've also since seeing that Allison, you've opened my eyes. I've done a lot of research on the mental effects and the <laughs> like um horrible things that come with it because there are different levels there's there's different reasoning like if it's a constant punishment if it's too tough for a child you know what i mean like there's different mm-hmm. things however i i don't i don't know that's a really hard thing to decide because i don't want to judge a parent i feel like i don't know but i also read that it says you know it can lead to a lot of aggression later on in life um mm-hmm. Uh, antisocial behavior, uh, mental problems. So it's not great. Not great. Um, not a fan of it, but again, like I said, um, I, I, it worked on me, I guess. Um, <laughs> but 
I feel like also, like you said, back in the 90s, like more resources of how to get your child to act properly weren't really available. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, mental health stuff wasn't really talked about. And you didn't have TikToks that's like, this is how I get my child, blah, 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 blah. Like you didn't Mm -hmm. have those resources. They were just really doing what their parents did to them. So you know, that definitely, I don't know. Please help me stop talking. What are, you, what are oh, your thoughts? You're totally fine. Okay. So I think this actually be something interesting to kind of touch back with Katie at some point. Just, yes. I don't know. I don't know what experience you would have with this realm. Um, but I also think there's a couple of things that are different now that weren't then. A, I think as a person who does not have a child yes, and, and like is not in the possibility of wanting to have a child anytime soon in my eyes objectively with positive and negative reinforcement and at that time that was one of the only ways to reinforce bad behavior was like that specific thing also this is coming from a person who is a rule follower and <laughs> literally got spanked one time I couldn't even tell you what it was for my mom has said multiple times they're like oh you got spanked one time and then literally never had to be ever again however my sister different story my sister was Alyssa (laughs) and (laughs) needed it every once in a while as millennials with kids we now have the thing of like taking away electronics taking away the television whereas like in the 90s I couldn't even like I don't have a recollection of like sitting in front of a tv for long periods of time I know that was probably a thing but it's not in my memory because we were constantly as like as soon as we were old enough to like walk down to our neighbor's house and go play outside that's what we were doing and yeah. so, like, you could take that away from your kids, but also it's like, okay, well. Now I have to deal with my kids. <laughs> yeah, A, they have to sit inside and they don't have anything to do. Yeah. B, like, is it really, like, a negative for them? I don't know. Um, but I think now with, like, electronics and stuff, there's, like, a more of, like, okay, you cannot have this. Now, uh, granted, that's kids that are a little bit older that, like, are interested in that stuff yeah. and are wanting to participate in that kind of thing. But, yeah, I don't really know. Like, we in the 90s, that was just the thing that was done. And I don't really think, like, at any point have I thought really anything of it until Katie <laughs> – or, no, until Allison's email. But it's, again, when kids are young, it's, like, how do you – punish your bad behavior so they don't want to do it again especially before they have like the ability to like want to enjoy other things so very interesting I think someone else more qualified is gonna have to answer that yeah sorry if this is our last episode because we got canceled because we're like (laughs) oh yeah but I agree we are not experts um we're not parents I don't yeah I really don't know and I would be interested to like ask our own parents at some point and be like, what do you think? Like, would you do this now? Honestly, probably they would, but because they yeah. grew up in a time that it was acceptable and honestly, exactly. probably worse things happened to them. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It probably was like a spoon or something. <laughs> like, oh gosh. Oh, and I people like friends that I have that their parents would like go get a switch from the backyard. Mm, I, I consider myself lucky that I, it wasn't that intense because oh, that yeah. sounds scary. Mm-hmm. my parents would threaten I, like if it was my mom like i'd just smile at her i'm like do it because like you know I, what's she gonna do but then like my yeah. dad i was scared and i was like okay yeah. i'll be i'll be good please don't yeah. spank me so many opinions on everything yeah i and just feel like if i was a parent right now there's nothing you would do that'd be 100 percent right exactly there's i feel like there's drawbacks to raising your kid one way and raising him the other way yeah well also my parents were 20 when they had kids yeah like they were kids having kids 
Yeah. So you kind of, eh, yeah, it just was different. It was just a very different than I, you know, if I like would have posted this, I almost was like spanking question mark and then like just leaving it open on. Okay. I probably should have said spanking your children. (laughs) (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) You would have got a lot of different answers. (laughs) And just posted it on my social media just to see what people would say. Because I Maybe know, DMs. yeah, 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 yeah. Be like, hey, girl, what's up? Um, <laughs> uh, I know, like, on my Instagram, that's predominantly younger people who I do have people from like high school who have kids now that follow me. Yeah. would maybe answer very differently than if I put it on my Facebook where it's all of like my older family and like people in the community or old teachers and stuff just to see what their response was. And I was too scared to do it. I mean, yeah, I'm mainly, mainly one, because I didn't want anyone thinking I was going to have a child. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like right now. Very fair. No. And it's, yeah, that's scary. Thank thank you, Allison, for this because I'm nervous, but um, I'm nervous, but it's also like a good thing because we can talk about it and maybe somebody else will give us some info. I mean, like, please don't drag us if you come back in 2023 and you're listening to this and you send us an email and you're like, oh, so you didn't see the research that just came out? Like, okay. That actually kind of transitions into today's topic. We're kind of talking about a millennial generation that Alyssa and I are both a part of and kind of, are we the worst or are we the best, you know? Yeah. Because I think... um, Every generation has its drawbacks, obviously, but like we also have the advantage of literally having so many resources at our fingertips, but also like the entire internet's judgment is ready and rearing to go for you at any point. So not to say that we are the victims, um, (laughs) but I saw a lot of research um, searching this topic that kind of frames us that way. A lot of our issues stem from the generation before us uh whether it be like financial um our attitude on life on jobs like a lot of that stuff stems i feel like from how we were raised so if we're the worst then it's kind of not our fault it's such a millennial thing to say the earth is dying and it's not our fault (laughs) which is also true it's not though exactly so Mm -hmm. um yeah I, i think should we start out positive or should we start out negative? Like what's I'm going to be honest. You did more research than I did. I just thought about like different topics of things that I don't know, different things that I was like, Oh wait, that kind of makes sense based on like my parent, the difference between my parents and like me, but yeah. Well, okay. do you want to hit me with some, some things and I'll interject and then I can bring us back to some lighter things. <laughs> so it's very, it's very depressing. A lot of what I saw, um, you know, it definitely had some um, benefits, like we're more educated, uh, huh. both, you know, in the realm of like schooling, but also um, social issues. Um, mm-hmm. So like, there's that benefit, but then it's also like, the drawback, I think the biggest drawback seems to be like money. Like, for example, I saw a statistic, yeah. um, 29. So this is like very recent 2020. I should have looked at who um did this article i want to say it was cnbc yeah um 29 of out-of-work millennial mothers um cited yeah. that the main reason that they're unemployed is because they need to care for their children mm-hmm. um and that's even lower um for fathers it's like 16 percent 
which shocker, but I, I say that to be, or to point out that like childcare is expensive. Like there's a lot of stuff that's just mm-hmm. been inflated and we were not set up to be able to afford the inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, that kind of goes back to being like, it's not our fault, but kind of sucks. Like it's, it's really not like you said, I mean, there's resources quote unquote, but to actually mm-hmm. help a, a mom or a dad, you know, navigate through that, um, mm-hmm. And not be kind of paycheck to paycheck or, you know, what have you, like that's, that's not existent at least Mm -hmm. yet. And it is very stressful. And I think that's also why so many people at our age are so into social issues is because, you know, we're questioning that now before it was kind of, like you said, it was like status quo, you just stayed in the relationship or whatever. And now it's kind of like, but why? And it's like, you know, we don't have resources, we don't have the funds for this, but why? Mm -hmm. Whereas before it was just kind of like, well, it makes sense. We trust the government and we're all Mm -hmm. about questioning and questioning, you know, is, is it really, is this really where we need to, you know, put our money or, or what have you? So like, you know, I, I think that's totally right. And it's scary and it's messed up Mm -hmm. that it's not focused on as much. Or even just like women wanting to be in the workforce after having kids. And then it's like, okay, well now you don't have someone that's a built-in, I mean, mom, obviously, but like a person that's there 24 seven. So you have to resort to daycare because they want to have their own career and their own lives, their own identities outside of being just a parent. And I think that is something that's like newer still too. Like, like I definitely think like people that my parents were just so young when they had kids, people that are like a little bit older than my parents probably were still in that, like, well, I'll stay home and be a stay at home mom. Like, I don't really want to work or like they had a side job that's like smaller and stuff. And obviously there's always been women that have been like, screw this man. I'm going to have a child (laughs) strapped to my hip and also be working. But like that definitely now our generation is like, you are your own damn person and you should have your own career if you want it your own identity, blah, blah. But then also here's $600 a week for right. childcare. <laughs> so I just think it's, it's like a number of different things. It's like, for sure. Interesting. Well, and it's the fact that you have the older generation that doesn't necessarily think that way. Like mm-hmm. a lot of women and I, like I have friends of mine, you know, that it's like, it's either do I pursue my job and look like I don't care about my family or do mm-hmm. I, focus on my family and then look like I don't have ambition. Like there's no winning that. And that's never the argument for men. It's just quote unquote expected that it's like, they Mm. just do whatever, but it's like, it's, it's messed up. And it, it's so hard because it's like trying to navigate that and, and make that change um, without having those people who are, because I feel like even so there's even people in our generation that have those viewpoints that like the women should stay home or whatever. Oh, and I'm not saying that if I had kids someday, I wouldn't want to be a stay at home mom for a period of time. However, I think even then you're still scrutinized at being like, well, yeah, you don't have to pay for childcare, but also you're relying on one person's income then. Yeah. So that's also tough i don't know man it's just weird well the way that the the workforce looks at you too it's like yeah. can we really trust her with this because you know she's got a family to worry about yeah or like she hasn't worked in six years because she was raising three kids under yeah. the ages of x y and z and now she wants to have a job like that's that's what ah man what if she's stupid now like that's really <laughs> like the thought yeah I, yeah i don't know it just upsets me but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i could go on and on because it, it's like they 
question why we are so um um like angry yeah well i think like- i think older people just think that we're super angry and part of it is that but i think more of it is like well why are things set up this way yeah who does this benefit necessarily and they're like there's the fallen birth rates and it's like yeah because we can't do both financially and then also like there's pressures to you know kind mm-hmm. of quote, quote, live your life before you have kids whereas before mm-hmm. it was like you just had kids and then you figured it out and like yeah. People are coming more, becoming more autonomous, and I think that that's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's interesting. But like another fact, kind of still in the workforce, um, where some people may find this, um, you know, a benefit, uh, but it's not. Um, with millennials in the workforce, I, I saw a statistic from LinkedIn: sixteen um, percent of millennials surveyed so they don't request days off work because they're too nervous to ask. Or feel like they have to be like a martyr to yeah. not call off work to show that they are hardworking. Like if they take a break, like it may look like they're slacking, mm-hmm. like it's expected for their age. So like. It's that perfect attendance award you got at the end of high school, mm-hmm. but like yeah. in life, but no one in the workforce really, really looks at that too much. Sure. Certain companies are like, oh, you, whatever, like not taking off X amount of date, whatever. But like. It's like that thing of we all got a participation ribbon for showing up to school. And now we're like, well, we have to show up every day now. <laughs> like, I had perfect attendance from second grade to senior year. So not me. Could never. <laughs> could never. Even in college, I think I only missed like three classes. That was like my oh, thing. God, yeah. Nope. Um, and I'm still and see, like, like do you, I was going to say, do you take days off of work? Probably not. No. And the whole time that we've been in quarantine and probably needing, you know, mental health days the most, Uh I've taken, I think, two half days this entire time. Yeah. And the only reason I took half days was because I didn't have anything on my schedule and I felt like I could. So, yeah, whatever. You got hard workers, but at what cost? They're burnt out. They're not happy. Mm -hmm. And And the thing is, is like, it's not like we're all going to retire at age 50. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if you showed up every single day of work some of us will still won't retire like pretty much ever we'll be working till forever so <laughs> because so, social security is gone so is it's gone <laughs> somebody's spending it yeah so it's yeah that's really interesting I've never thought about that but I guess as an adult I just yeah I don't ask for them very often I definitely have asked for sick days or I've woken up and been like yo I cannot be there Mm-hmm. Um, but it is that thing of like you thinking that someone's disapproving or of you or that you're not a hard worker because you're asking for a day off. Exactly. Which, which is not true, but. And I guess I, it, there is to say, I think sometimes that's how you're raised too. Um, mm-hmm. cause I, I don't get me wrong. There are plenty of people that I know, even that, um, you know, have quote unquote grown up jobs that like they have no problem taking a week off work or, or whatever, or, you know, calling yeah. sick or jumping job to job. I think it just depends on person. Yeah. And like what your work ethic, how you were raised. Mm-hmm. Like I was very much raised as, you know, you, you stick to your job, you, you know, work hard. If you want to quit, it's doing it the right way. You know, two weeks. Yeah. I was thinking about that. We talked about this in a previous episode where you were talking about people who just, up and quit and then don't even think about the yeah. people who are affected when that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I think there's there's a multitude of, of both where it's like people like us who are scared to even take a day off and then people mm -hmm. who are just like mm, figure it out like yeah I think that but I would never do that but um trying to make it a little bit more happier because um uh, you know another article I saw literally <laughs> the title is lonely burned out and depressed the state of millennials mental health entering the 2020s oh my god so I was like mm -mm. so I think you know to pivot away from that maybe we can go back to some of these because some of these things are like outrageous that they're like blaming this on us but for sure um to make it like you said um you know we're more creative we're able to utilize um you know the resources we have let's talk a little bit about that that sounds happier like being creative and using resources yeah just like the, the okay. benefits that we have you know yeah i think yeah, I think we just grew up with being able to have the entire world's information instantly. Yeah. Um, well, actually, not even like I don't. I didn't have a cell phone till high. Well, middle school, but not one that even had the internet on it till high school. Same. But like we always were able to like. That's what I think is interesting too. Is with the creativity part is like we grew up seeing other photographers, other artists, and stuff on social media and on just the internet in general. And I think that has broadened what we view as like art and like how marketing and stuff has even changed. Just mm -hmm. because it's like it's everywhere. We see it all of the time. Granted, we always saw it all the time because we saw labels and we saw branding and like stuff like that. But yeah. you now have people who they themselves are a brand and that's like interesting like how people market themselves to then be like oh my gosh I love this necklace and also like if you also like this necklace you can use my name and get 20% off and you're like wait what like this was an ad <laughs> like I, it's very dangerous I know yeah I just think like we as people who are creative have now like uh your your artwork doesn't have to be in um what is that called? A gallery. Your artwork doesn't have to be in a gallery to be seen anymore. It can just be on the internet for free and you can have the entire world looking at it. You don't even so, have to have like a degree or a specialty in it anymore. You can correct. just, that's very true. That's something else that I saw a lot um, about millennials being entrepreneurs. And I think like you said, mm -hmm. we're, even if we're not good at something, we know how to research it to become good at it. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, not well, but I taught myself coding just by watching something on YouTube and then mm -hmm. playing a game like that wasn't accessible to, you know, the mm -hmm. boomers or any of them like, so mm -hmm. we're able in that way to, you know, utilize that. And then something I was actually talking about this with a coworker um, not too long ago, but like, again, with the resources, like, we're able to fix things. Like I remember one time, oh my God, yeah, <laughs> recently, like, my parents' Keurig went out and they just, my dad played with it for like an hour. And then I just mm -hmm. Googled how to fix it. And I saw yeah. watched a YouTube video and fixed it in five minutes. But like, no. he didn't grow up with that. So his first thought isn't like, you know, let me YouTube this and see what mm -hmm. I can. Now it is. Now he's like all about it. It's like, fix yeah. this, how to fix this, typing into mm -hmm. the search bar. But I think with that, that helps us become more efficient um, mm -hmm. as opposed to just learning not necessarily the hard way but like basically a struggling way and then giving up yeah exactly <laughs> yeah like your patience had to be longer than the, the process it was to fix something basically yeah people think we're just on our phones all the time but it's like I know how to do this yeah. better than you in a short amount of time because I was able to do that
And I think another part of it too, is that like the internet is such a vast and wide thing that it's such a saturated market that a lot of people have had to get creative on how to present things or get things in front of other people or be like interesting or draw in a crowd. And it just, it forces everyone to kind of like step up a little bit more. And yeah, there's obviously that competitive nature of like influencers and stuff like where it's negative, but I think for small businesses, it's given them a a different chance especially with covid it's given them like a new chance to be like okay i can't have a storefront i've never been able to have a storefront but now i have all of these people who are at home how can i advertise to them to be able to draw in a new market of people and a new batch of customers i think that's super interesting just because like i don't know like like brick and mortar stores are not as much a thing anymore but because the market is so saturated with small businesses of like, oh, here's 8,000 people selling a necklace like this, you yeah. have to have something to stand out. You have to be creative. You have to push it a little bit in one direction or another. And I think that just that's super interesting to me to see that kind of evolve as we've gotten older. Well, and that was actually something that um, we are deemed killers of is malls. Um, mm. I don't – I I – think that's fine <laughs> I know. well okay there is something i can't get on i cannot buy clothes online i really can't because oh, i don't know i if do it, it all it's the time. right <laughs> i do it but the whole time i'm nervous i'm like i'm gonna have to return this like mm-hmm. but you know like you said i mean i don't think that's a bad thing i i'd rather buy from some you know smaller store as opposed uh-huh. to like a macy's or something that um, Macy's, if you sponsor us, I don't mean this. I'll take this out. It never happened. <laughs> yeah, it never happened. We'll delete but it later. This will be the forbidden podcast yeah, episode. <laughs> um, but you know, like, and I, like you said, I'm, I don't have a problem with that because I, I think it's just evolving and it's not necessarily killing it. It's just like mm-hmm. how it's, how I the don't, world has evolved. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think that. I am like, oh, we don't need brick and mortar stores. I just think we don't need malls in the sense that we we did previously. Think about in the 80s and 90s, how many young girls were freaking snatched from a mall. Ooh, stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying though? Like, I just don't understand like why, I don't know. It's a big building with a lot of people, with a lot of exits. And I'm just like, oh, why do we even have those anymore? Like people, even before this, People didn't go to the the big mall that's near me because it was deemed not safe. Like there was a curfew. You had to leave before a certain time. If you were Mm -hmm. under a certain age, you could not be there by yourself. And it's yeah, it's not necessarily safe. Like it also wasn't safe in the eighties or nineties, but they just were like, well, people are getting murdered everywhere. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) happens. They had no one all over social media to know that it was happening. Correct. You know, I I worked in a mall for many years and Mm -hmm. stories upon stories of creepy and messed up things and and whatnot. So, yeah, no, I'm not mad about that, like you said. I also kind of with like uh, purchasing different things, I think that this is completely out of my own brain. I did absolutely no research. Alyssa is much more prepared than I am. Um, We have like a different type of materialism than like our parents did. Mm, like yeah. I think our parents were like well we want this like nice crystal set for our wedding <laughs> to like impress people when we have dinners or like they have like my mom had so many precious moments oh, and yeah. like that is not something I would have now <laughs> like I don't know why like I'm like to me it's such a foreign concept of being like well this is a precious moment you got when you were one I was like yeah but like 
it's just a precious moment like it doesn't it does it's not like the precious moment looks like me you know <laughs> you even play with it like what's I know. the point yeah and I think millennials and like gen z especially we buy things to impress people in like a different way oh yeah no, like they were like, this is a symbol that I have money is because I have this crystal glassware that like people will eat off of when I like, serve them dinner. Whereas like millennials and Gen Z's are like, look at these very expensive shoes I'm wearing. Check out my Gucci belt. I'm going to tuck my shirt in. Yeah. yeah. And it's stuff that like will, I feel like when our parents, our parents like generation, they bought things that would last a really long time and they were expensive. So basically what I'm saying is they were a little bit more practical than we were, but maybe in a different way, (laughs) they bought things that were like maybe more expensive, but would last a long time that were like a symbol of wealth. Whereas people now will spend a lot of money on something that's trendy right now to be relevant currently. Yeah. No, they don't care if it's going to be relevant in five years or five months from now. They're just like, well, these shoes are super popular right now. So I should buy them. Well, and I remember um, being a watch person, um, like the glass of that being shattered. Um, I found out, this is so dorky sounding, but, you know, Michael Kors watches, those are so expensive. That's like, you know, when we were growing up, like towards the end of high school, like Michael Kors, if you had anything Michael Kors, like you were, you were it girl, like you were popular, you had, you know what I mean? And, you know, the inside of a Michael Kors watch literally has the same mechanism as like a ten dollar watch, like it's not anything better. It's not, you know. It's also some, funny to me. You say what? It's also just funny to me how fast like brands change. Like we don't talk about Michael Kors anymore. Oh yeah, no, exactly. It's all about. I don't know. That's actually. What do you think is like the brand right now? If you had right guess. now, yeah. See, like if you would have asked me last year, I would have been like, oh, like Supreme or something mm. like that. Like you saw it everywhere. But I feel like right now, because of because of the pandemic, honestly, like brands aren't really pushing a lot of things so there's not like I, I can't think of a brand off the top of my head that I'm like oh I keep getting advertisements for this because even like maybe at the beginning of the year like I saw a lot of champion stuff like I guess maybe the end of last year it's a lot of like champion stuff and like supreme probably the beginning of 2019 and like just stuff like that I don't know I just can't think of one right now that like has I don't know I feel like TikTok, and this is why I brought up a Gucci belt. Like, mm. there's a lot of like I, I don't I even those... see that as much anymore. I feel like that was last year too. That's true. Or what's the one um, Sailor on? I see a lot of. Uh, yeah, I do see that. Like, because there are some like I follow some fashion TikTokers, and <laughs> it's like they're like check out my brand this brand that, and it like you kind of yeah. have to take a step back because it's really, and that's something that kind of sucks with our generation. It's really easy to get sucked in on that and be like what what do I lack because I don't own this this and this and it's not true at all like it's it's the demand that's kind of been created but it's not necessarily it doesn't amount to any type of worth but like true it's just uh, the internet scares me I don't like that it knows you I don't like <laughs> that it tracks you it stresses me out because uh... I see something I'm like oh I really like that and it's like I just feel like the internet's in the background, like, I know you do. Like, it's like... It's, <laughs> it's all a scheme to make money. Yes, it's crazy. Oh, I and I am I am the perfect... You make it pretty, and I'm like, I need this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in marketing, and I still am sucked in. Like, I mean, I don't always follow through, but, like, you know, I'm like, yeah. I need this. Still and look I, it up. Look at the price. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Look at it, too expensive. Shut the window. Like, yeah. 
and you still looked at it. So it tries again. It tries to serve it to you again, hoping that, well, maybe this time she'll want to spend her money on it. Like I'll keep this part in. I don't think this topic is necessarily depressing. I think it's just like a realistic view of like, yeah, there's drawbacks of every single generation. And it turns out that like millennials big drawback or the thing that other people view as bad about us is the internet. Yeah. Period. End of statement. You can have a whole entire career and a downfall of one on the internet because of something you put on the internet. And so like, I think, yeah, it's kind of like mm, sombering in a way, but like at the same time, that's, that's every generation. Like there's world wars and that affected everyone in a different generation. And so they're like, well, now we all have lots of children and we have no money. Like (laughs) just, I don't know. It's just interesting. So I have like three left, but one of them I wrote down was um, wanting instant communication. Mm -hmm. And it's again, growing up with technology and growing up with like text messaging and phone calls and FaceTimes, like you cannot be in an argument with someone and just walk away from them. Yeah. And I think that, man, this is like such a weird introspective thing to be like, I think that that's why we ruin our own gener, like our own relationships a lot of times because like our parents, maybe they got in a fight before work. They had to go to work. They cooled off while they're at work. were thinking reasonably and then came home. Yeah. Whereas like, if you get in a fight with somebody in the morning, you can text them mean evil things all day and then you have to deal with that later you just never take a second to like think okay how should i react to this yeah right like weird to think about though because like our parents didn't have that like they literally were like okay i'm pissed at you but i'm gonna go to the grocery store and for 45 minutes to an hour they had no communication with the person they like could take a deep breath think about it and they weren't necessarily even if even if you get in a fight with somebody (laughs) You walk away from them, then you don't text them. You get on Instagram and you see everyone else's perfect relationships. Yeah. And you're like, yo, what am I doing? Like, what? why am I dealing with this argument right now? No, 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 no. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not the end of the world, but you need to not, like, oh, I don't know. No, that's, that's a good it? point. I, like, I want to touch – comparison is the thief of joy is that the same I was literally about to say yeah it's compare like leading into that comparison so many things and this is something I was thank god I was mindful of like when I first started dating Zach like that's when that kind of I feel like more than anything kind of exploded on the internet of you know the perfect guy does this the perfect like you know people who literally make fake videos of their you know significant other making like some of the stuff was dumb but like i the first thing i think of is the one where it was like um you know there's pictures all over the room with balloons for the bird like it was always like this unrealistic and you know it was very easy to be like i don't have that so my relationship sucks and like you know i tried to be mindful of that and i never played into it but at the same time like it'll be like you know i remember also that was like the pandora um princess ring where it was like a mm, real my, my cute boyfriend just got this for me like you probably begged for it marketing jesus christ i saw that flipping pandora <laughs> crown right. ring everywhere i looked i remember girls in high school having it i remember seeing it on the internet and be like tumblr posts of like oh my god i'm his princess and oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like i remember seeing it and yeah and i had friends that it would be like 
you know, I need this from this relationship or it's not good. But it's like, you don't know what's going on behind that screen. Like, yeah, he bought her a ring, but maybe it's because he cheated or, you know, like you don't people put on their best self. And I feel like this is so cliche to say, but like people do, they put on their best selves online, sometimes even their worst selves. And that's a whole nother topic. But like, it's so easy to compare and think you are, you know, less than or, or whatever, just because of what you see, but it's not necessarily what their lives are like. Like I, I get stressed out or not stressed out, more frustrated when there's um, influencers where like one bad thing happens to them and they're like, I'm always real with you guys. I'm like, no, you're not. Like half of your posts are all edited, all yeah. happy. Like this is the first time I've seen you upset. So it's like, it, it's so easy to get sucked into that. I think also on the flip side of that though, is that it does give you a lot of, it gives young people and adults a lot of resources and ideas of like, oh, I've never thought to do that for someone else. That would be Mm -hmm. a good idea and something that they would enjoy, especially if you don't have like the same type of way of receiving affection being like, oh wait, they, this person would really like that. I just never had thought of that Um, because that's not necessarily something I would want. But so there is like the obvious other side of it just is overwhelmingly leaning the other direction sometimes for sure well and I want to go back to like what you're talking about about the over communication because I think that's a really good point I mean Mm -hmm. I I like how I'm talking like I'm a scholar and this is like the TED talk but (laughs) that that is a good point that you you can't pull away always like you know if somebody makes you mad you can even if even if you don't text them you can go like look at their social media and just get mad every time you see a tweet or a Instagram story, you know, like you, you have to be extra mindful to, to take a step back and, you know, take that time to cool down. Like you said, as opposed to just, it's very easy to like before there wasn't texting, you could, I guess, write a letter, but like, you know, it's very easy to say, like, you just had to wait. Well, and you, like uh, via text, I can be super mean, but like, would I ever say that to somebody's face? Not me personally, because I would, but other people, like, it's very easy <laughs> yeah. to text yeah. horrible things. Whereas if it were a face to face conversation, uh-huh. that would never happen. They would never react that way because that's not who they are. But it's like, it's so easy to have, you know, Twitter fingers or, you know, texting behind a screen as opposed to like, talking like you really feel or like I don't know that's something once you once you understand how you feel I think a lot of people are reactionary and will just say something to get a reaction out of the other person and they're like well I don't actually feel that way or think that way I just wanted you to be pissed because I'm pissed yeah yeah Yeah. the other side of it is that like my sister lives across the country so like if she's having a bad day she can text me and I can respond to her when I'm able to and that wasn't always a thing it was like if you were on different time zones you had a set of times to call the other person because whatever and like whereas now it's easier to have casual communication and kind of know what the other person's life is like yeah without having to like sit on a phone for three hours like on a call so there is a there obviously is a plus side of it of being able to call someone whenever wherever or communicate with them um just a matter of and the other thing is is it's just a matter of like level of maturity and like obviously kids in young relationships are just gonna text each other pissed off and not think about it whereas now it's easy for us to say that in retrospect be like you need to put your phone down you need to take some deep breaths you need to think about how you're actually feeling and what is actually upsetting you and get to the root of that and then come back to it whereas 
16, 17, 18 year old, 23 year old me would have been mm-hmm. like, let me rip you mm-hmm. apart. No. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's but it's like our parents didn't deal with that. They didn't deal with that when they were dating people. They didn't deal with that when they were fighting with their parents and stuff like that, even like well, it's hard to navigate too. Like you, you look to them for advice, but like this is a whole nother ball field that they never had to worry about. So it's like it's just very different. Being in relationships very different. Yes, yeah. This um, is a lot, guys. I'm sorry. I hope that if I honestly... anything, it helps you feel like you're not alone. Like Correct. if you're thinking these things or feeling these things, it's not just you. Um, everything sucks. Everyone, <laughs> Your so. friends suck. Everything <laughs> sucks. The internet sucks. So the only other two things I have written down is that we have like this weird, like dark humor sense, and mm-hmm. that um, we also trauma. Uh, trauma, but also like think about the shows we watched when we were growing up. Courage the Cowardly Dog. That was my first. Courage thought. the Cowardly Dog. Like just some weird stuff where they are like even SpongeBob has some like weird humor in it. Even if you didn't watch it, like I don't know, it just was like more adult humor that like maybe went over our heads, but also seeped into our subconscious. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, no, you're right. And I I saw this tweet not too long ago that was like. Something about how people judge millennials' humor, but this is what they grew up on. And it was that one oh. SNL video. Yes, of the. Yes, literally. <laughs> I showed that to someone and I was like, if you want to know exactly where we got our sense of humor, because I was like early 2000s, like definitely yeah. when we were old enough to be watching like SNL and stuff. But like, I was like, that is the epitome of what <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like millennials humor is just like long awkward pauses and staring and like something really traumatic is going on but also we're not going to look directly at that we're going to kind of make a joke exactly or like even youtube videos like i remember i used to love um carl the llama that would literally eat people and it was like a whole thing did you ever watch those no. <laughs> oh my god i gotta show you it's like carl like you're killing him like it was a whole thing but like i thought it was hilarious like this is the unicorns video shoot oh, we're gonna watch we're gonna watch this together you know what I'm talking i want to watch wait the corn vi- what the unicorns unicorns they're like oh, candy oh, melon oh, oh. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> literally that this is shit we were looking up on youtube when we were like 13 14 years old and that's why mm-hmm. we make jokes about like well we could just stab him like what yeah. no <laughs> like, you can't say that but then we're like but we could <laughs> and that's exactly. like the joke <laughs> Yeah, there was just like so many random. Vi- oh, um, the shoes video, <gasps> shoes. Yeah, and when then the follow up muffin video or vice versa, which I <gasps> okay, the muffin one where it's like, like blueberry muffin. Then it was like murder muffin or something muffin. like that. <laughs> yeah, you're like wait. <laughs> I brought that up recently to someone, and they had no idea what I was talking about, and I was like, yeah, there what? was definitely there was definitely <gasps> whoa, what? <laughs> I I googled um salad fingers oh my <laughs> the creepiest fucking thing rusted spoons like no wonder our humor is just like Weak. one impeccable but yes <laughs> flawless <sleep>. timing <laughs> we're comfortable with the uncomfortable silence because that's part of the punchline uh, oh god my god shoes and for the most Everything. part you can say that and people know what you're talking about like uh-huh 
like literally triggered a deep-seated memory in me like for some reason I was like the unicorns video and I like couldn't get out the words fast enough to think of what it was yeah but I I I think that's a plus though I feel like things are funnier now and it's thanks to us yeah we just have a different sense of humor like than anyone ever before and it's kind of hard when your parents are like wait what did you just say we say things for shock value but in a different way people will use to say things for shock value to be like mean and get Mm -hmm. the rest of the crowd like those freaking uh they still do it sometimes like comedy specials where they bring on a famous person and do like a roast basically Mm, yeah that's not as funny anymore i don't think that's just not our humor we don't really care about that whereas like my parents used to think that was the funniest thing when it's like some popular celebrity and all of their friends are just roasting them yeah now when i watch that like i just think i'm like that person's poor self-esteem like this (laughs) you can't just let this kind of stuff roll off your back they went home and cried like that's a lot yeah whereas now our yeah our sense of humor is just so different but also i think on that end of um you know all of that like i feel like we also care more about our mental health and like working and it's not embarrassing to say you know i have anxiety or i have this disorder like it's empowering um and people are more willing to work on the toxic things like i don't know how many instagrams i follow um i can give some recommendations to people if people are interested but like things that help you work through issues that that again something a resource that we didn't necessarily our our parents didn't necessarily have but like people are more willing to to do the things do the hard work um mm-hmm. if they haven't already been bitter about about life i know a few people but um i think that's definitely a benefit that like before it was kind of like you suck it up and you don't let anyone know you're struggling whereas i think now it's it, it's more widely talked about. Like I could come to you and be like, Hey, this is what's going on. And it's not like, you'd be like, Oh, you little bitch. Like, it's like, yeah. you're genuinely like, how can I help you? And like, let me work through this with you. And I think that helps in the long run and it helps, you know, our future kids that we raise. We're just like helping evolve the human race, hopefully in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, we value like honesty and vulnerability over like the idea of being- do think millennials lean in in a little bit more to like the trauma like we like older generations are like no 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 no. you you don't know the things i've seen or done like you don't need to know like i have this perfect life like whatever whereas like we are like well why if these people are hurting why don't we all care like like i'm struggling back to that questioning like questioning everything like we just are like well why are things the way why do we react to things this specific way or whatever Um, why is this happening why are we allowing it to keep happening for sure which i think is like thank god some millennials can run for president soon (laughs) oh it's about to be i brought this up already but i'm pumped because fucked up with all of these millennials and gen z becoming 18 and like able to vote and getting riled up about voting is about to get real real i know the last thing i had also (laughs) yeah literally wrote down like you would rather have a dog than a kid but you kind of touched on that earlier and i was gonna like say it when we were talking about how like birth rates are going down blah 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 because i'm gonna be honest you know the right and wrong way to treat a dog now yeah i don't know how to treat people (laughs) (laughs) they're harder they can talk back 
whatever. They can talk shit back to you as soon as they can speak, man. Like, God, I watch those TikToks of kids, like, sassing their parents. Or there's this one guy I follow who he's like, my firstborn is an angel. My secondborn is hell on wheels. Like, he's like, I don't know what to do with her. And he's like, he'd literally be like, my mom calls me and says, you need to talk to your daughter. And he's like, Jesus Christ, what did she do? And she, he'll put her on the phone and be like, what happened? She'd be like, well, I hit my sister. And he'll be like, well, why did you do that? And she goes, well, because I thought it would be funny. And he goes, damn it. You're probably right. It probably was hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just funny. Like, kids sassing and like it's almost I don't know it's really strange to me to watch like kids on TikTok it's like how you said you get freaked out by animals doing people thing mm-hmm. I get freaked out by kids making adult jokes yeah for sure <laughs> how do you even understand that that's funny like I don't understand I mean we grew up with the internet but these kids are growing up with like viral internet like yeah. where things take off in a second whereas we had AIM and we had to wait for somebody to log on like <laughs> We still had to like wait for dial-up internet to beep boop pop on, and then yeah. we had to wait for it to be like, "What's? How do I make like a door opening sound like the?" Yeah, I was gonna so say, "Open your door." <laughs> oh, I can't. It's too far away. Yeah, like literally the door opening sound for somebody to log on. Where these kids wow. like have the internet, they see it all the time. They see things go viral. Inst- I mean, viral is such a such a weird term now because it used to mean like oh pretty much everyone in the world has seen the chocolate rain oh my god I'm just thinking of different videos that <laughs> holy crap um it used to mean that like everyone's seen this whereas now it's like well yeah it has a couple million views that doesn't really mean that everyone's seen it because yeah the internet is well, and before it was like if you got that many it's like welcome Hollywood but now it's like people can forget about you in three seconds like oh yeah <laughs> yeah man they're gonna be they're gonna be interesting they're gonna a know how to finesse the internet mm-hmm. have the weirdest grossest sense of humor ever and see just we're gonna have a revolution i don't know how else to put it oh for sure we gotta buckle in because it's gonna get wild oh man gen z is terrifying <laughs> they're amazing but terrifying yeah I have we beat this topic to death? How do have, have we depressed? I will Same say point. the next episode we are already in the works of planning it out is a lot more happier than this. I think this is a very <laughs> important conversation, but I think I do want to stress, like, especially with us like coming back, like we're gonna have a mix of that where we talk about the hard stuff because that's just as important as the fun stuff. So like keep that in mind but um you know what your friends sometimes don't want to talk about this stuff because they're like well i don't want to get political or like they don't want to talk about things to have their vibe i might kill the vibe or it might um they don't want their views to feel like they're being judged or like feel like they can have an open conversation or they feel like they have a hard stance on something and that's unwavering and you can't change their mind so you know like sometimes we just have to talk about it yeah it's not our fault your friends suck Try and do something for your mental health today. <laughs> I, I, try to, you know what? I, you know what, everybody? Go light a Bath and Body Works candle that cost you eleven ninety nine. Do it. Go quick. draw a bubble bath in the bathroom where your toilet water overflowed, and put some essential oils in there to just bring happy vibes and just do the damn thing. You know? Yeah, exactly. We're here for you. Your friends may suck, but we don't we don't at least most of the time <laughs> yeah sorry that was really 
assumptions. <laughs> that really put us on a pedestal that I just don't, I know that we can't live up to. So. How millennial of us. How millennial of us. All right. Well, that's what we have for this week, guys. Um, wash your hands, wear your masks, and be good people. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.